Good afternoon, my weird little humans. Wasabi. I am back. We are back in business. I did take the vacay. Um, we did have like a, a loss in the family along with, uh, you know, having to kind of unite. That is a beautiful thing about death as it brings you together, but it also tears you apart. But moving on from that we are continuing let's get into it i am so excited you guys i have been honestly fiending for writing episodes and creating new content um taking breaks from this for me honestly gives me so much anxiety but it was it was really good it was nice um but today i did want to cover some crazy crazy things all right so it's true crime tuesday my people and it's also happy ho 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 season i hope all my stoner listeners stocked up on the booze and bud because it's about to get cold up in this bitch i'm not even joking if you guys live in snowy states like dead ass i didn't even think about this until now but yeah you gotta you gotta stock up for those fucking those blizzard days because you never know when that shit's gonna hit i know here in denver it fucking one day it'll be sunny as shit the next day you'll have fucking negative two degrees so it just it depends on where you live but alabama i feel like you guys are safe so for this season i did want to cover some pretty fun holiday shit for the last week so welcome to mind in the scoom if you haven't been here this is the holiday edition hello so holidays are obviously a fun time for many and kids most definitely look forward to it it's all bliss but as an adult we we have a different aspect on christmas slightly it's still fun for us but it's it's money and stress and time and yeah if you don't start in like may and stockpile that shit genuinely you're gonna be stressing many many people struggle with their mental during this time as well and that's why some people snap during the holidays and we're gonna cover some of the chilling killings that occurred on christmas so sit back get cozy spark up have a sip drink your water hydrate snack on some shit clean your house do whatever you gotta do on your own time but stay tuned let's try and talk some true cases boy all right so these are just gonna be like you know brief coverings i uh i do plan on going into a few of these cases just individually with you know more information but for right now i i picked a few that just blew my brain and we're gonna go with those for right now so this first one is the Sauter family and this one is more of a suspicious death case than a cut and dry murder so it was christmas eve in 1945 and a fire had gone through the house of George and Jenny Sauter and their family in, you know, Fayetteville, West Virginia. Four of their children survived, but the bodies of the other five children have never been found. So the question is, did they really die? 
Now, George was a critic of Benito Mussolini and, you know, the fascist government of Italy. And one of the theories suggests that because of his criticism and critical, uh, I guess, thoughts on Mussolini and, you know, the government, um, they say that the mafia actually took the children. Now, their parents never gave up hope that the kids were alive. Obviously, if you're a parent, you're going to hope for the best with your kids. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this, actually. I'm going to correct this just because I just remembered, like, there are shitty parents out there. Um, if you're a good parent, you, you hope, honestly, if my kid went missing, I would hope for the rest of my life that they were okay. And I would do everything in my willpower to try my best in my lifetime to make them okay and to make sure that they are home again and safe. So they were in the same boat. They never gave up hope. And they even, you know, as I said, like I would do, they put up a billboard offering $5,000 for anybody that gave information to, you know, discovering any of them. And sadly, George and Ginny did pass away. Um, because, uh, yeah, they, they never found them. So that is the mystery. Like, now granted with this case, I feel like it would be kind of an issue, but at the same time, I, I feel like if they put that much effort into trying to find their kids afterwards, I don't think that they had any like ill intent or reason to burn their own house down or kill their family in secrecy. You know what I mean? There, it just, there, the signs are not there. So this next one is called the Santa of Covina. And on Christmas Eve in 2008 in Covina, California, this man named Bruce Pardo went to his ex-wife's family's home literally like a week after he divorced and it was finalized. And he just fucking lost his shit. He just began shooting, and according to the 13th floor, there were 25 people inside, and nine of them were killed. Now, one of the most weird things of this massacre was that Pardo entered this home dressed in, like, a Santa Claus suit. He also set the house on fire, and three others were injured in the shooting. His ex-wife, her parents... Her two brothers and their wives, her sister and her nephew, were all victims of the massacre. And Pardo actually killed himself on uh, Christmas Day from, you know, a gunshot wound to the head. But, yeah, he, uh, he never faced justice. He never did any time for his crimes, obviously. Uh, in my head, he took the, uh, the bitch way out. This one is, honestly, it's a pretty, this case is a pretty well-known case. Um, it's, it's titled most commonly as the Christmas Killings. That's what it's known as. Um, you could Google it. It'll pop up. You know, it's, it's pretty well-known. 
from December 24th to December 25th, or 26th, my bad, 1992, six people were killed and two were injured in one of the worst killing sprees in Dayton, Ohio's history. The massacre became known as the Christmas Killings, and it all started when this woman, Laura Taylor, and Demarcus Smith, and Heather Matthews, and Marvelous Keen shot their first victim, Joseph Wilkerson, to death on the day before Christmas inside his home. And they continued the spree for days. And at first, their motive was just to rob these people during the holidays. But Keen got really, really paranoid about, you know, snitching and shit like that. And so two of the victims were killed when the group became concerned that, you know, they would implicate the four in the other deaths. So the killers were arrested, though. Um, they were arrested on the 26th, and Taylor, Smith, and Matthews are all doing life sentences for murders. Uh, Keen was actually convicted of five of the killings, and, uh, they, yeah, they were injected, actually. Like, they died from execution on July 21st, 2009. This next one is also a really well-known one. Um, it's not just a Christmas one. It's actually a mystery just in a whole. There are so many movies and so many shows that cover this. It's, it's honestly a really, really big mystery. I deadass have my own opinions on this case. Um, and there are so many theories on this case. I, I feel like I could most definitely vibe with making an episode completely about this. The John Benet Ramsey homicide, okay? Now, this little girl, John Benet Ramsey, was found dead on Christmas Day at her family's home in Boulder, Colorado. And this, the circumstances are really, really weird. So, they found this handwritten note at the house, and her father, John, found her body, actually in the basement of their house about eight hours after they reported her missing. Now, she was only six years old when she passed. This is a heartbreaking case. It, I don't know a single person that doesn't feel for this little girl when they hear about this case or even the parents. I don't, a lot of people have a lot of speculation with the family because of how odd these are um the circumstances are and when i tell you this next portion you'll understand why there are so many conspiracies about it so her dad found her body after you know she was reported missing about eight hours um and when he found her it seemed that she had taken a blow to the head that basically broke her skull into pieces and was strangled so her death was obviously ruled a homicide and initially during the investigation authorities suspected that her parents and her brother were involved in her killing but they were later cleared because of dna testing and the crime is still unsolved like it remains open with the boulder police department to this day it's it's just it's mental 
now this next one is the is called Tricia McCauley. Um, she she was an actress. Um, let me see. Yeah. So, oh my God, this is crazy. I remember this happening actually. I do remember this happening and hearing about it. So, Tricia McCauley. If you don't know, she played a uh, as. Uh, Jenna Dwan's stand-in for Step Up. Uh, she was... Whew, that's crazy. This is still crazy to me. This, she was killed on Christmas Day in 2016 when she basically walked by this homeless man in Washington, D.C. And I've been to D.C. I, I did van life with my boyfriend before I got pregnant in D.C. And I did Amazon there. We basically lived in the parking lot for four months um, and would live in the van. It was winter, so it fucking sucked. But dead ass in Washington, one of the laws, and this is so fucked up to me, we were trying to find a place to park our van and sleep. And we always looked up the road rolls, everything like that, just to make sure, you know, we weren't going to get any super legal trouble. Well, turns out, in Washington, D.C., you can fall asleep on the sidewalk, right? But if you sleep in your car, you can get fined or arrested. Is that not crazy? So, yeah, she was uh, Washington DC is on a whole other level of bullshit. So, she was in DC and on Christmas and she walked past this homeless dude and Investigators said that this man, his name was Dwayne Johnson, climbed into her vehicle and then he beat and raped her before strangling her to death. And this is fucking mental to me. He pleaded guilty, uh, dead ass, but he only got 30 years. Like, how the fuck? I w if I were her family, dude... I would be so angry. The Lawson family murders. Charlie Lawson had been complaining about headaches and insomnia, lack of sleep like that, for months prior to murdering his wife and seven of their eight children on Christmas Day in 1929 before turning his gun on himself. Now... These bodies were discovered Christmas Day. Sadly, uh, the, the relatives came for Christmas to see them. And Lawson's body was found with two notes in his pocket that said, Trouble can cause and nobody to blame. The 16-year-old that survived uh, wasn't home at the time of the murders, thank God. And I'm, I'm assuming that's the only reason that he survived. Uh, Charlie apparently gave his son permission to leave and then killed the family while he was away. And I don't know why that would be. That's so fucked. And if that calls favoritism, holy shit, dude. Oh, my God. But, anywho, these are the wildest fucking cases. I didn't know or even remotely think about holidays being dark, but... Thanksgiving is a really, really rough time for me and my family. Uh, we have, 
I dead ass honestly believe that Thanksgiving is partially cursed, genuinely. Like, mass genocide years ago, and now, like, so many people kill themselves and take their own lives and, like, kill people that they love on the holidays. It's it's insane. So, I don't know. Um, I don't really do Thanksgiving, like, super hard anymore. Me and my family are cursed with that. But we do do Christmas still. I don't do Christmas, though. Um, my my whole idea for this, actually, uh, I, I don't want my son to believe in Santa. I want him to believe in the Grinch. So, starting next year, when he is two, I'm going to go and get a Grinch Christmas costume. And I will be dressing up for his entire life as the Grinch and I'm going to take his presents and what I'm going to do is leave some boxes completely empty and then come in and fucking obliterate dude obliterate them in front of him granted he's two he's going to love that he'll probably love it for the rest of his life like we just go batshit over boxes and then he actually opens his gifts so I feel like that would be dope um, yeah, yeah, I just feel like Santa's so boring at this point, dude, he's so boring, so, yeah, you guys should pick Krampus or some shit, you know, twist it up, anyway, I hope you guys have a really, really good Christmas, really good holiday, and I'm sorry for background noise here, um, I, I have to work with what I got in my neighbors and all that they're they're moving in right now as we speak so if they're studying and tv noises and stuff like that yeah that that would be why but anyway if you like this episode let us know and i hope you guys have a really good holiday y'all chill don't stress out too much don't don't be one of these cases bro it's not worth it at all um yeah. Anywho, remember that the holidays are about the ones that you care about. It's not about how much you can buy. It's not about objects. Like, deadass, I'm probably going to craft all my shit for, like, the rest of eternity. Because, for one, I personally love gifts that have been made specifically for me by somebody I care about. Like, for instance, you could give me a fucking macaroni drawing. I'd be framing that shit putting it up on my wall for forever like that's the type of person that honestly everybody should expect with christmas um because not everybody gonna have money to like buy their loved ones iphones and rolexes and you know shit like that and honestly the whole idea of santa is kind of really fucked up because you have to remember and think about this some kids are really, really poor, okay? Their families are poor. They cannot afford an iPhone or a tablet or, you know, fucking Rolls Royce. I don't know. And when you put the idea of these expensive-ass, bougie, nice-ass gifts coming from Santa to kids... When the kids that, you know, they received things, but 
they didn't get quote unquote as cool of gifts from Santa. That makes them wonder why does Santa give, you know, my friend this, but I only got, you know, some socks. So it's it's kind of heartbreaking and it it kind of I feel like would lead to a little bit of a confidence deflation in children, like genuinely. So just, I don't know, think about that with Santa. If you're going to get your kids really expensive things, make sure that they know that they are from you. Do Santa as, you know, what I like to do is wrap my stocking stuffers and let them open it, period. Like, And you could do that. You could just do Santa as stocking stuffers because no nobody says that Santa has to leave like a flat screen TV. Santa's not supposed to be ballin'. I'm not ballin'. Santa is not ballin', dude. So, keep that in mind, and I hope you guys have a really good holiday. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as well. If you like this podcast, go ahead, follow us on Instagram, at mindinthescoom, along with uh, mindinthescoom.wixsite.com. We have our site on there. You can also book an appointment with us now to appear on the podcast we are actually looking right now for uh january and february months to be filled so hit us up let us know what you want to talk about when you want to talk we'll get this shit figured out let's get it on a roll anyways you guys i'm out doses